Thanks for joining us on Coast to Coast Pest Talk. It wasn't COVID or anything, but it was just like a brutal head cold. Dang. So, um, I also have some uh, listener questions. No. That I solicited. Yes. Where'd you get those from? Listeners. What, you mean like your wife? <laughs> no. no, she doesn't listen to me. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I mean, actually, people don't listen to us. No. Um, so I was going to throw some of these at you. Like, oh, no. Just like, just like right off and um, see what you, what you think. Okay. There's a couple of them that were some choice ones that I think you'd have some thoughts on. Um, but uh, one of them, I'm just going to shoot it at you cold, okay? Okay, listener questions, cold. Let's do it. Cold. Okay. Um, has new technology made pest control better for customers or for the pest control operators? <laughs> or neither. <laughs> or ne- oh, okay. okay. <laughs> You're rejecting the premise. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think mostly um, for the operators, but I would say even more for the large corporations that employ the operators Mm. that are you know largely trying to save on labor i think especially of the remote monitoring stuff this big time kind of getting pushed right now um but there's lots of other new technology as well it's not just that but that's i don't think that that ends up providing a massively greater experience for the customer um if you have a team that's being thorough without that Okay. So, so you're saying you think that, um, there's a, there's a Delta between the larger companies and the smaller companies is who benefits from that sort of, like when you're talking like tech, new technology, you're thinking immediately your mind goes to remote monitoring type technology, right? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's just the big thing that's kind of getting pushed right now in the industry. Right. Um, it seems like small guys are going to be too small to really, uh, invest in that because they're not seeing as much of a cost savings on the back end on the labor side and then the bigger companies i think are going to be the ones or medium big size companies will be the ones more investing in that largely because labor at that scale is really expensive so yeah sure so um i tend to i tend to agree a little bit that i i don't know that the the client um, is getting something out of a- any of the new technologies out there in the remote monitoring front that's that it's not stuff that can't be done already. It's just stuff that maybe happens at a faster or more rapid pace. Um, I don't know that there's necessarily like, is there a lot of new technological advances that are like changing the face of how we treat for things? Is it like, you know, is I, I can't really think of anything sort of recently that is is a huge benefit to the customer that that they go wow this is like sort of a game changer yeah not that wasn't in some way shape or form there before and maybe that's kind of some of the essence of most technology growth over time is that it it if it's not like catastrophic like the internet it's more incremental so i think about like um, it's not technology, but like product innovation where you have like what Nysis has done with their Nibor D foam, where they had the Nibor D dust and they had mm-hmm. their foam fresh and we had IGRs before and they're like, Hey, well, let's put this all into one thing. Um, sure. Sure. so that does benefit the customer. It also benefits the tech. 
Um, but I don't know if that can be considered technology. Sure. So like uh, iterative innovation, like things that you have different iterations yeah. of, of stuff. Um, actually, one of the things that I, I think of um, for us has been the use of Apprehend for bed bug control. That's I've been, seen that. I've never used it. Oh yeah, that that was a that was a huge one. We have a, a lot of bed bug issues here in you know central New York and and central and western New York, and uh, the kind of control we can get for people with reduced prep um, is really outstanding. And then the maintenance and residual uh, of that biopesticide, to me that and that was I don't know maybe five years ago or something that that was got registered in New York. But that's really the last one that I can think of that was like really changed our service practices and and things for us yeah. and for the the customer. Um, but uh, yeah, on the on the remote monitoring front, I wonder if there's um, for the smaller operator if there's not like business model opportunities that are still to be realized with that. Like I, I don't know if we know best how to implement this. If you're a smaller operator and you're probably mostly residential, um, does that remote monitoring does it offer an opportunity that hasn't really been um, hasn't really been harnessed to hey hey Mrs. Smith we have this great program and we're going to put in these uh, you know control devices and we're going to check them every quarter and they're going to alert us if there's you know activity in, in the basement or in the garage or, or wherever um, and it could be sort of a, a differentiator. Um, but I think it would take some changes in sort of your service approach and business model a little bit. And I don't know if anybody's really done that to, to date. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's a great point. I think about, I don't know a whole lot about it and I don't know how I would necessarily learn about it, but like the, um, I think it's the antisemics, um, the smart, yep, yep. um, you probably are more familiar with that. I just have seen seen it around. It seems like that's kind of what they're trying to push, where they have just right. monitoring devices everywhere. Um, and that's really cool. I think that's a really neat, very thorough way to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that some of the some of the trouble I've I've come across uh, on the commercial side in some of these bigger facilities with where you're saying, hey, oh, you know, digital monitoring is gonna be the the way to go. Um, I think there's a device efficacy problem first off you can't trust that hey i put a you know tin cat style station somewhere and it has remote monitoring so if i catch something i'll know that that a mouse has been in here well i i don't know how many times you've seen it but i've seen a lot of tin cats that have rub marks over the top of them where they're bypassing that so the efficacy of the station is not a hundred percent any any of these stations um and then the other thing that i i keep coming back to is we kind of need to service a lot of these things at the speed. There's like a, there's like a, um, like the speed of light barrier. There's the speed of biology. A lot of what we're trying to determine is low level problems that take a certain amount of time for the biology of that, of whatever organism we're worried about to kind of multiply, present themselves as a problem or, or, or whatnot, where then you're being reactive with say remote monitoring or whatever to tell you, in my mind, tell you that you've failed now. <laughs> like, it, you know, you, you weren't in front of it. You weren't being preventative. You were being reactive after the fact. It's just you happen to be more reactive <laughs> than normal because you got right. a, a notification maybe earlier. But even with that, how, how much earlier? Like, if you needed a problem to fester a little bit, that it was bad enough that 
you were getting it in the stations. I mean, if you needed to know immediately, like if you went into a facility and put down stations and that night you're getting getting hits on that electronic monitor, you get the little email notification. Well, the problem in that facility needed to be bad enough that when you walked around and put those stations down, you didn't need someone to tell you that night that there was a problem. You should have already seen enough evidence to know that there was a problem. Right. Um, so it, it I, I feel like there's, there's still a long way to go with how to best implement that technology. And I think you're right. It's almost universally used to cut down service time and, and yeah. labor. I, I mean, almost across the board um, from what I've, from what I've observed. Yeah, totally. And it seems like even just that example you gave, um, the the most important thing in all of this is what's your team, uh, how well trained are they, uh, how much integrity and character um, and problem solving skills do they have? Because if you plug in this electronic monitoring system into a team that's poorly trained and has bad character, it's going to produce bad fruit. It's going to just impact. It's going to sort of multiply that because if they're lazy already and then you give them an electronic monitor tool, that laziness just gets exposed even further. And if they're really hardworking and diligent and great operators, then I think it would be an additional layer of, oh, yeah, they can really crush it. Um, but, yeah, it all comes down to the team. So in general, are we going to come down, if we have to pick one, this is like an over-under situation, has technology advances benefited the PCO or the customer more? What do you think? I, th- I think the, the, the operator. I, I, think, I, think that, I think that there's more, um, uh, what is it, push on, on our side to find things that will make efficiency better, profitability yeah. better. Yeah. We can fit more on our routes. We we are more motivated to make the our guys more efficient, our guys and girls out there in the field more efficient so we can be more profitable than we are to let's invest in solving a problem better. Not that we don't want to solve a problem, but I think as a whole, the average PCO is a little more interested in that profitability at the end of the day than he is about solving the problem. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, I think it shows where the priorities are. Uh, If you had an industry filled with people that the highest priority was loving the customer, you would see more products enter the market and be widely accepted that were solely focused on that. And I think you'd see a lot more product innovation um, on the actual, I I think you'd see both product and technology. Um, but you're right. Yeah. Most of the stuff you see primarily is cost saving, labor saving measures. Yeah. I I think it it opens the door for that kind of funny business with some of these technologies. That's, that's what worries me a lot about them. I think we probably have a couple years of both development of the technology and development of like best practices with them before we kind of really settle with, okay, how should these be used in these facilities? What's the best way to go about this? Um, we're not there yet. So so right now yeah. we'll, we'll side then, the two of us have decided then it's more beneficial for the PCO and the, the customer's not benefiting as much. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Judgment. 